0: Hello, everyone, welcome to episode 16 of What's in the Pod, hosted by me, Ben Rabia. On today's episode, I'm joined by Ben Brown to discuss the 1985 movie, Back to the Future. Now, just before we get into it, I just want to let everyone know that I made the case that Back to the Future is perfect. Yeah, That's right. Perfect. P-E-R-F-E-C-T. Perfect. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it. But anyways, it's perfect. Now, before you get all cagey with me and you start DMing me about how my taste in movies is shit, just take a step back, come into the pod with a clear mind. And just listen to me. Listen to my case. And if you still don't agree with me, my DMs are open. I'm not gonna get my phone number on the pod, but you can text me if you have my number. Anyways, uh, we had a lot of fun doing this and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So here we go. If my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Cue the music. All right, ben brown welcome to what's in the pod Are we ready to do some back to the future or what
1: i am so ready i love this movie i i can't i can't stop talking about this movie i'm excited <laughs> well welcome to the pod man I, I, I can't wait to have a good time yeah let, let's do this man thanks for having me um no problem. i was supposed to come on a few episodes ago and then i just totally ghosted you and I'm I'm so happy that you gave me a second chance to redeem myself.
0: I think we're going to have a way more fun conversation with Back to the Future anyways. Like this is a this is a classic.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Okay, quickly before we get into the background part, just quickly. What was it like um watching this movie with all like the categories and all that stuff in mind? Like was it different, same?
1: It was honestly, it was different because i've watched this movie a lot i swear every time a friend or someone hasn't seen this movie i usually show it to them but like i love it but i never know why and now i'm sitting down watching it i'm trying to think wait why do i like this movie (laughs) (laughs) like actually trying to pinpoint different things was so weird to me i think Mm -hmm. i got some some stuff but uh breaking it down was was harder than i thought it would be
0: yeah i i have a lot to say about it we'll get into it later but like it's it's a movie it's like why do you like this but yeah i don't know i'll save it for later but like i have yeah. i i definitely think that too i'm like wait what why do i like this movie <laughs> but uh okay so i'm gonna give the basic background of the movie and then uh, we'll get into the top yes. all right back to the future was released on july 3rd 1985 It follows Marty McFly, a 17-year-old high school student who was accidentally sent 30 years into the past in a time-traveling DeLorean invented by his close friend, Doc Brown. Produced by Steven Spielberg, written by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Crispin Glover, Leah Thompson, and Thomas F. Wilson. It was nominated for four Oscars, Best Original Screenplay, best sound best original song for power of love and it won for best uh sound effects editing all the visual effects stuff um on according to imdb it is ranked as the 37th best movie of all time it took 19 million dollars to make and it made 388 point million dollars at the box office so pretty good
1: cleaned up well
0: for itself yeah (laughs) exactly okay for today's top five section Ben and I we just talked and we were like let's do this so we decided to do (laughs) underrated Steven Spielberg movies our top five underrated Spielberg movies so that counts as any movie that is either produced or directed at him by him was like fair game and I was looking at his IMDB page to get ready for this and I was like holy shit this guy's done like everything like every movie's like yeah put my name on
1: that yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh Let's go five to one, and uh, okay. I'll let you lead us off at five.
1: All right. Number five, pretty recent one. I saw it in theaters as uh, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like – like, I it didn't get a lot of recognition. I didn't love it, but I, I thought it was better than it, than it probably got recognition for.
0: Was it, like, a – I saw this in the movie theaters, and that enhanced my, uh, like – Enhance yes
1: it. yeah i don't think i would recommend <laughs> well i don't know if it would have been as good on like sean demand. it was really <laughs> cool with a bag of popcorn in front of me and a giant screen
0: <laughs> there's something to say about those movies like did you see tenet this summer
1: yes yeah Dude,
0: like if you don't see that movie in theaters it's like yeah
1: this movie kind of sucks no yeah I, don't, I couldn't imagine watching that on like a tiny tv mm-hmm. no yeah uh okay
0: my number five is semi-recent one um I really liked Bridge of Spies have you ever seen that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's pretty I think it's a pretty underrated movie like uh the guy so Tom Hanks stars in it and then the supporting actor who his name yeah like, Mark so, Rylance okay. okay yeah
1: yeah yeah that's yeah. what I thought he won like the supporting actor for the movie like for, at the yeah. Oscars I remember being surprised by that Oscar win, but he was actually, like, he's phenomenal in that.
0: Yeah. It's kind of boring. It's kind of yeah. slow. It's a little dry, but like, it's still good.
1: Yeah. I act- I had that as my number four, Bridge of Spies. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's uh like, I don't know if I'd watch it again because yeah. it's slow, but like Mark Rylance is awesome in it. Tom Hanks is always just consistently good in everything.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my number four was, is another Tom Hanks Spielberg movie is The Terminal.
1: Okay, I haven't seen this. So the terminal
0: I've seen it once and uh I've been meaning to re-watch it because it's on Netflix, but I only watched it once in my grade seven social class at Lauren Akins. We watched it. With,
1: with with which teacher?
0: Uh I'm not gonna name drop the teacher. Okay. Like, you know that it was like a guy, but like yeah, it's pretty it's on Netflix, so like check it out. I want to rewatch it yeah. to see if I still like it, but it's basically about Tom Hanks. He gets like he's a European and he gets lost at the airport and he gets lost in the terminal at the airport and he meets this girl and falls in love with this girl over the course of like 48 hours and he like can't really speak English it's really funny
1: oh I will definitely check that out yeah I mean it's like
0: I'm gonna do you want to hang out with Tom Hanks for like an hour and a half (laughs) then
1: always yeah uh number three I'm kind of cheating because it's not really underrated but I love it so much I put Jaws um Jaws is like top three favorite movie of all time for me The the thing with people who say like I agree that Jaws shouldn't be underrated,
0: but like everyone doesn't like when you talk about Spielberg movies, no one brings up Jaws.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's so it's it's so old. People forget about it, and like it's like the original summer blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Yeah, I went and I uh, me and my mom went to Los Angeles, and we actually got to see Jaws on like a big screen on the beach. Like right beside the ocean it was so cool because you could like you're watching this shark kill people right as you can hear the ocean (laughs) beside you it's terrifying
0: yeah people people who like don't hate on or like hate on jaws like don't like don't like like the arc of film or movies like that's where it started like you can't do any of these movies without jaws i guess
1: i i agree and and yeah yeah, the effects kind of look a little silly today but this is the 70s. Yeah, man. give him a break. Give him a break, man.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so my number 3 is uh I think Back to the Future 2 people shit on it for some reason. I actually think it's Back to the Future 3 is a whole other conversation. It's like it's okay, but Back to the Future 2 is actually still
1: good. I agree. I agree. It's I feel like you need to go into it knowing that it's like a silly, like fun movie. It, it's basically
0: like, biff's story
1: yeah you can't take yeah. it too seriously i think because it's it's super funny it's yeah. just like <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> but uh yeah like i
0: watched it last night actually back to like to like oh yeah to see like okay like maybe i can bring some of this into today's pod and like there are some things that make more sense once you've seen the second one because they were like oh shit we gotta loose, we gotta tie up these loose ends let's do it in the yeah. other movie
1: but uh <laughs> yeah that's my third. Okay, number two, I have, uh, I think you did a part on this one, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, man. Um, It's an unbelievable movie, probably in my top, I don't know, 15, 10. Like, Leo's at his best. Tom Hanks is at its best. It's just super entertaining. It's super fast-paced. And you never, like, I always ask people, and they haven't seen it. It's ridiculous. I remember watching that as a kid, like, pretty early on and really liking it.
0: Uh Uh-huh i so yeah i didn't put catch movie Can on my list because i feel like it's not underrated but like maybe yeah. it is to the greater public but to me it's like the best movie of all time so mm. um, uh, my number two is super eight have you ever seen that oh yeah i saw that one in the theaters yeah dude that movie is elite like summertime movie theater movie like it's basically stranger things i was gonna rate, say yeah. rated r or whatever
1: yeah. yeah that's like the awesome. start of like the 80s kids riding around on bikes yeah it's so
0: i have to re i've seen it maybe twice but i haven't seen it in a few years and like i own it so i might have to throw it on after tonight's pod
1: yeah um number one is uh minority report with oh. tom cruise i don't know if you've seen yep. it Yeah, uh, I I watched that with my parents when I was in like grade six, and I loved it. I thought it was so cool. It's kind of got like shades of Memento almost. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's just a really like cool action movie that makes you think. Like it it feels like a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, it's
0: like when you get Tom Cruise in an action movie it it's just like okay here we go and, yeah. and like and then Hold it's on. and then it's done by Spielberg so it's gonna be good and he puts his
1: own twist on it. That one's like I would I recommend that to everyone if you haven't seen it minority report <laughs> check okay. it out.
0: So, my number one is I think it's, like, a fantastic movie. Like, I'm definitely going to do it on my pod someday. And, like, all my family is going to, like, lose it on me for saying it's underrated. But for our generation, no one, every time I ask them if they've seen it, they're like, yeah, no. And it's Goonies, bro.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) The Goonies, like, everyone's, I'm like, have you ever seen The Goonies? They're like, no. And I'm like, what? I Yeah. The Goonies is is, like... It's also the Stranger Things, like, vibe, but it's, like, PG, and it's, like, it's an adventure about just these kids. Like, it's it's awesome. I don't know. Not only, I don't think it's underrated. Like, I hold it really high. It'd be, like, in a really high Spielberg movie, like, his best movies, but people don't give it love.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't put that one because I uh, I was trying to pick five he directed. I didn't even think that. I didn't look at the the producing ones, but he. Uh, yeah, he produced like, that that's such a like to me that's like a 80s classic movie like that was one yep. my parents showed me at a young age like oh you yep. gotta watch the goonies and i yeah. watched it it was awesome and i actually did the same thing i had to show somebody in my uh in my program this term because they had no idea what the goonies were I like it's what so stupid like, like, I feel like it's
0: like a fault on the parents i feel like yeah the are-
1: that is just horribly raised
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right that's our top five i think those are all pretty good movies those are all like quick movie Mm -hmm. recommendations for the listeners if you ever want to like watch a movie throw on one of those um all right let's talk back to the future again so quickly or not quickly i guess going to lot of detail if you can about (laughs) what it was like to watch back to the future for the very first time if you can remember
1: yeah i when i was looking at this question i was trying to pin down the actual first time i remember watching it when i was probably like five or six like i think too young to really appreciate it Mm. and honestly i think we might have watched the second one first and then the first one because (laughs) the kid was like oh we gotta watch it um (laughs) and the first time I watched it the only thing I could remember was that Biff said bitch a lot and uh <laughs> am I allowed to swear on here <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <you> are. <laughs> and I remember I, I went home and told my parents that we watched Back to the Future 2 or 1 and I was like yeah what does bitch mean <laughs> my parents like ripped me it was like the first time I'd heard that um first time I actually watched it and could comprehend it probably like grade seven or eight and I I like fell in love with the movie. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be Marty McFly so yeah. badly.
0: <laughs> I remember watching it for the very first time when I was 12. And I like mm-hmm. very vividly remember watching it with my parents and my parents friends were over for some reason. And we were just like, you guys want to watch back to the future? And I was just like, sure. And then we like, it was really hot out that day. And it was like, we put it on at like 1030 at night. We all got like our, drinks and like we all got like snacks you know i was like kind of sat around the couch and the chairs and stuff and i think even one of the my dad's friends like sat on the ground i'm not even i think he sat on the ground and uh we threw it on and like no one talked for two hours like not a word and we were all just like we're laughing or like whatever and i feel like the people who i watched it with felt the magic of for the first time again just because i was there and i remember just being like glued to the tv it, it's We just talked about at the top, like, we're kind of like, why, why do we love this movie? Like, why is it so good? It's because it's so fun. Like, there's nothing, there's maybe a few things I'll talk about in cringe moments. That's like, okay, maybe that was bad or, but like a few things, but I would almost put this on a, on a upper echelon of movies that are like perfect. Is that too Mm -hmm. crazy to say that this movie is perfect?
1: No, I agree. It's just so... Like, there's not any dull moments. that's what I was um, what I really like remembered when I watched it again for this. I like I kept um, like getting my notes out and I had to keep pausing the movie because yeah. so much happened. there's so much action. as soon as I started to type one thing, another thing would happen and I have to pause it. Mm-hmm. it um, and especially watching it for the first time is just it's magical because yeah you get so connected to it and you have no idea what's gonna happen.
0: I feel like this movie was a, is a staple for what a blockbuster has to, like, hit in mm-hmm. order to be a blockbuster. And I wrote down six things in order for a movie to be called a blockbuster, okay? So here are my six things, I think, is... Okay. First, it has to do well at the box office. It has to have a good soundtrack that, like, holds up forever. Whether mm-hmm. that be new songs or, or just, like... Um, not even actual music just like uh instruments and stuff yeah have iconic characters and more than one iconic character and have an iconic villain okay so you have marty doc and biff Mm -hmm. iconic characters extremely quotable you could say and you can say one word and everyone knows this movie and in this case in this movie if you just say marty everyone knows (laughs) like everyone's oh back to the future And then the last one for me is for it to stand the test of time. It just has to last forever. Like if you want to make a blockbuster nowadays and you want to call your movie a blockbuster and you want it to be like this big hit and you want it to be like culturally, you know, impacted forever is you have to hit these six.
1: Yeah. That now I believe that it almost like, as I was watching it, it reminded me of sort of the formula that they use for the like MCU movies nowadays. Like it's yes. just this fun, funny, lots of little quips, sci-fi adventure. Yeah. It's like not too scary to the point where you, you're you really worried. Like you're kind of just having a good time the whole time. So do you, do you believe in like the, there's such thing as a
0: perfect movie because I've always been kind of like eh, about a perfect movie because what I love about movies so much is that you can talk about them and you can also talk about their imperfections and their, and their perfections, but back to the future, I'm going to make the case for like for the whole pod is that it's borderline perfect. Like, what do you have to say about that?
1: I mean, it'd probably be more interesting if I argued with you here, but I'm going to have to agree (laughs) because uh, (laughs) I think, I don't think there's such thing as a perfect movie that like nobody can hate. Like, I'm sure, like, I actually, I showed this to one of my friends. I won't say their name, but. Uh, cause they're they going to get, they're going to get, they're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I will. Yeah. Everyone can go run up their Instagram. No, they they're just like, <laughs> I don't like it. It's gross. I won't get into the, cause we'll probably get into the cringe moments. Yeah. There. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? It's perfect. But to me, it's perfect. I, Like looking at the, some of the questions, I couldn't really find many negatives. with. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So how do you think this movie is? So it's clearly lasted from the 85 to now it's going to, and I think it's going to last for forever. Mm -hmm. How do you think it's going to remain relevant in today's, you know, pop culture era of social media and all that?
1: I think it's relevant because same within 1985, same with now time travel is so cool yeah (laughs) like people aren't gonna get sick like i I know i'm not i i will watch anything about time travel because there's so many different ways you can spin it and this is sort of like the og time travel movie and there hasn't really been one that's topped it yet so i feel like it's always going to be relevant as that sort of original time travel movie and that's something that people are always going to be fascinated with i think that
0: i was thinking about this movie and i watched it three times this week to get ready for the pod and i watched it once i watched it today to do like the notes Mm -hmm. i watched it the first time just to like watch it because just to like just watch it and then the second time i watched it with a thought in mind of okay how does this movie actually work? Like how do they connect the screenplay? Because this movie shouldn't work. Like if you ever really think about it, there should be so many times where it just falls apart because it's like shitty writing, but the of yeah. this movie is so I'm stepping on my like own what still works and like whatever, but this movie shouldn't work. And is it, do you think it's because of Zemeckis is, do you think
1: it's Michael J. Fox? Like what, what do you think? Well, I think Michael J. Fox is definitely a big, influence onto why it's so good because he's just like the coolest character ever in this like as marty mcfly um but i do think it's the writing as i was watching it i was like i kept thinking i'd catch them in a big plot hole but then it would be resolved and i'd be like oh like you're almost like you're almost okay here it is now it's not gonna it's not gonna work and then it does it's just so clever like i can't imagine what the original like brainstorming session for the movie looked like with like (laughs) thought web like there's so many like so much foreshadowing and things that
0: so like anytime you do a time travel movie nowadays or even from 85 to now you have to like okay i have to at least be as good as back to the future with my screenplay like at least or no one's gonna understand the movie
1: yeah because yeah. uh like it is a really complicated thing but they just they do so well at like there is some parts where it's a little bit expositiony but I think they because the characters are so likable I didn't really care that there was exposition uh-huh. whereas in a movie like like I liked Avengers Endgame but they spent so long talking about the time travel and trying to like justify it or yeah like, come on like yeah. let's, let's move on <laughs>
0: Okay, quickly before we get into the categories, I have one, I want to talk about Michael J. Fox because Michael J. Fox is from from Edmonton or yeah. sure Sher- I think he's actually from Sherwood Park, but uh-huh. on IMDb they say you're from Edmonton because they're like, "What the fuck is Sherwood Park?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but why? So Michael J. Fox was doing Family Ties, like right when this movie was uh, going on. That's why he mm-hmm. wasn't in the. He wasn't originally casted. I'll get into yeah. that later, but. Um why didn't michael j fox quite hit that i don't think he quite hit that like he didn't get to like the tom cruisey like those kind of people through as they kind of went through the time like i, I wonder why i guess we weren't there but
1: like well i think his because he does he has parkinson's i think that honestly like i think that came pretty soon after or even during during the the third back to the future movie where oh, really? he really started to get like pretty sick because I remember, like, when I first watched this as a kid, I was like, oh, that guy's awesome. What else is he in? And yep. you can't really find anything. No, the only other thing he's in is in like, Family Ties is a
0: huge TV show mm-hmm. um, and, like, Teen Wolf. Right, I did like that one. <laughs> uh, and then I'm trying to think, I should have wrote it down, but I was trying to think of some other stuff that he was in. But I think this thing with him is that the other stuff he was in hasn't resonated as far as the other two where like if you were there's going to be people listening to this who were like old and lived in the 80s and were yeah. like oh I, I can list you like nine movies was in but like to us <laughs> I, I can't because he he just has he just didn't resonate that far in uh, except for back to the future and maybe Teen Wolf.
1: yeah and i mean it's such a perfect role too for yeah. him um yeah just the and he kind of I'm guessing like, I don't know off the top of my head how old he was when he played Marty McFly, who's supposed to be like 74. Yeah. So he's already aging out of that sort of high school role, right. As he hits. So he's not going to get a lot more of those, um,
0: Uh
1: but yeah.
0: Do you have anything else you want to like touch on before we get into
1: the categories? No, that's, I was actually, I was going to bring up Michael J Fox and, uh, I dressed up as Marty McFly for Halloween, grade 12 and brought a skateboard to school and listened to power of love like 16 times. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like, did you get on someone's truck and skateboard to school like that? I wanted to so bad that would have ended in disaster, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) quick thing. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Quick thing I got before we get to the categories is okay. So I've had this theory about like, okay. So if the aliens were to come to space and they put like, like in space jam and they like put a gun to your head and they're like, give us, give us the best movies you've ever created for humanity. And like a gun to my head and they're like, give me like 10, give they're like, give me 10 movies. I think I would put back to the future on like the, some of the 10 best movies humanity has ever made.
1: I agree. It's probably my favorite movie of all time. I think sure it's not like the like best picture like drama but it is uh it's just so fun it's hard to find anything not likable about it exactly so without further ado i think let's take a quick break
0: and we'll get into the categories and we'll break it down all right
1: we'll be right let's do it
0: All right, category time. Category one, Mount Rushmore, where we give our top four scenes, and then we pick a winner. So here we go. I'm gonna give my top four, and then if you have anything that like I didn't mention, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you will, because this movie has like so many iconic, it was so hard to narrow it down. Totally. Um, and then we'll like vote on a winner. Okay, so for me, the first opening scene where like you meet Marty and he he gets to like the clocks and he plays like the guitar and he like blows up and <laughs> yeah that. and then he's like oh I'm late for school and he like skateboards to school but like not skateboards to school he like rides the trucks down um I said this on my pod like Instagram or whatever and I was like this is the coolest intro by any character in movie history and I kind of said it like half past, but then i got a few people that were like what and they like listed like nine of better ones I was like yo chill chill out dude. like relax like, relax like and they were sending me all these ones i was like yeah those are cool intros but like you hate those characters yeah like they're like the joker i'm like yeah uh-huh. I, like the joker in the dark Knights. it's like yeah i it's a really cool intro it's an amazing character but like um it's not like i like the guy But does he skateboard? Yeah. But does he (laughs) skateboard to "A Power of Love," a song—the greatest,
1: like, (laughs) original song in a movie. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. I, I, I agree. That's like instantly from the moment he walks in, and he's like, "Yo, Doc, what's going on?" You see his like sick Nikes. You're like, "Okay, this character is cool." cool.
0: (laughs) Um, and then I have the time travel scene with doc brown and mcfly like when right when he like doc brown gets shot and then mcfly like goes away like that scene when they're at the parking lot yeah and like doc brown's showing him like what what it is and he's talking like all sciency and like all that i think that's like really fun um, totally yeah the biff marty mcfly fight at uh, uh in 1955 and then like he he like, <laughs> like like punches Biff in the face. Don't know how he did that because he's like really tiny. He runs out and he's like, "Yo, kid, give me that!" And he like <laughs> rips off this kid's like
1: scooter. Like a scooter? Yeah. yeah,
0: he rips it off and he's like, "Oh, it's it's a it's a skateboard now." And like that, I love that scene. And then like he like crashes his car into the manure. And then yeah, that's awesome. And right
1: before they hit the manure, they're like, "Shit, shit!" Yeah. And the shit falls on them.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then the last one I have is, so right from when he starts to play Johnny B. Good on the guitar till he gets back to 1985. So like, that's maybe cheating. That's like a more of like <laughs> just a the, phase the of time. Of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like a phase of time. But it's not quite yeah. the end because there's still like the, 10 minutes left. Right. Yeah. But so it's like more like, it's not really a scene. It's more like eight minutes of
1: time. I, I of guess cheating. that's kind of like the climax, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so those are all my four like do you have anything you want to bring
1: in the only there was only a couple that I had one is sort of little but I just think it's I love when Marty's at like his mom's house in 1955 he's just woken oh, yeah. up and they're watching tv together at the dinner table and his mom's hitting on him the whole time <laughs> and he's like so awkward and then he, they're watching Jackie Gleason And he's like, oh, I've seen this one before. Yeah, this is the one where he does this. And the kid's like, what do you mean you've seen it? It's brand new. (laughs) He's like, oh, it's a rerun. Uh, That's just like just silly, like playing with the time travel theme. And then the other
0: one, the other great moment in that scene is when he's like, oh, yeah, it's on John F. Kennedy Drive. And the dad's
1: like, who the hell is (laughs) John
0: F. Kennedy? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then it ends the scene with he's a weird boy. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His parents are idiots too. Yeah. Oh, uh, just like I love the dramatic irony there all through yeah. it of just his mom. And and then the other one I had was uh when Biff is like taking advantage of Elaine in the car and George. It's Elaine, right? That's the mom's name, I think. Uh maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Leah, And then George. Yeah, (laughs) when George (laughs) McFly finally punches Biff and knocks him out. Yeah, that's an awesome moment. That's awesome. I love that. So what's your favorite scene? I would probably have to go with the skateboard chase scene after he punches him in the diner. Yeah, And then like just the music comes in (laughs) (laughs) it's so hype
0: (laughs) i think my favorite is like the when he plays Johnny be good like that little moment
1: it's so like Like, it's it's so funny because it's like so out of place yeah it's like oh yeah finally my parents got together everything's (laughs) resolved Let me just do a quick little three minute music video (laughs) of Johnny Be Good.
0: Of someone else's Uh, song. Yeah. So yeah, those are our favorite scenes. All right, there we go. Let's go to category two is what still works. Um, So I have the screenplay. We talked about it kind of at the top, but like how we, this movie shouldn't work. And like, you just talked about the dramatic irony of the scene where, um, uh, marty's like with his grandparents i guess at the dinner yeah. theater, but like his younger grandparents and his uncles and aunts or whatever and or his uncles i guess because they're all boys mm-hmm. but that scene is really little and really minor but like really important and that scene could have been a dead scene for sure like it could have been yeah. like a okay like you can't have action for two hours like we'll just give you like a five minute like leeway to have like a boring
1: scene but that seems really fun totally yeah because it's just like the stakes are high but it like lets you just sit down and watch what it would be like to be sitting with your family like in the past like (laughs) there's no running around like the rest of the movie like it's just like marty taking it in and it's yeah i think that's a really important scenes all those those scenes with his uh with his mom
0: yeah and like at that point they haven't taken the my mom is hitting on me like too far yet it's like
1: yeah it's, i think she grabs funny. his leg and it's it's still pretty funny
0: <laughs> yeah and then later which by having cringe moments it's like maybe a little far yeah um, but okay so next i have in full caps i just put power of love
1: yes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i, I could have played that three more times in the movie just yeah. throughout and i wouldn't
0: and then even... I, in brackets i just have like the soundtrack in general like there's a few other songs in it, but it's mostly like composed stuff. Yeah, and it's, the like,
1: score is unbelievable. Like it's um, so iconic.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's it's unbelievable. Um,
0: the visual effects I have it being looking like pretty good. Like there's a one visual effect is remember when Marty is uh disappearing and he like looks through his hand. Yeah,
1: and it's totally like animated. <laughs> yeah, but it still looks decent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> obviously it'd be better today but yeah. it didn't really like catch me off guard no there's a
0: yeah there's a few times where like it's not even the visual effects that bothers me it's a few other things i have but um yeah. the visual effects are like pretty good for for 1985 totally um the costumes like marty if you were to wear that costume with like the life preserver or like the jacket or like the vest i guess and like yeah. that fit and you just wear it to the mall yeah people are like oh that's marty mcfly people like, yeah oh. it's just like you just you instantly know who it is and like in the 50s like just like they do they do a really good job of like from the 80s going looking back onto the 50s and what it was like what it's like for them to like think back on and mm-hmm. the costumes are brilliant like this the 50s are a cool era
1: no oh, yeah and and i love how like he doesn't go one place where they don't comment on his <laughs> on his outfit like oh you must be in the in the coast guard because you're, you have your life preserver on like they don't let you forget for one yeah. moment that
0: he's in the past mm-hmm. um the fought like the michael j fox christopher lloyd like their scenes together i think have really aged very very well like when it's just the two of them talking like mm-hmm. I, was, I really noticed it today is remember when a uh, Doc is showing Marty the replica of how they're going to shoot him back in a time yeah. and he like he's like, oh sorry, I didn't make this re- like I didn't paint it, like I didn't make it to actual size, like sorry. And and Marty's like, yeah, it's fine. Like I didn't expect you to do that. Like that yeah. little moment, <laughs> I like laugh. Like it was the first time I ever like noticed it because it's such a throwaway like back and forth line. And if you like look away for a sec, you're gonna miss it. And now uh, today I was like, I like actually laughed a lot like it wasn't even forcing laughter I was like oh I never even seen that.
1: Me too like I <laughs> I was gonna bring that one up as well Just, <laughs> he's created this entire like model of the city <laughs> hasn't painted it he's like sorry about that. <laughs> that's the best thing I think about watching this is you get like there's so many memorable parts but the whole script is so funny like almost mm-hmm. every line like there's no throwaway lines in it like when you're yeah. watching uh if you haven't seen it in a long time like there's so many little jokes and yeah. foreshadowing that you're gonna pick up every time yeah.
0: um why doesn't anyone hitch rides on the back of trucks with their skateboards like it's way more efficient to, like talk about <laughs> i can't actually skateboard so i'm gonna pretend like i know how to skateboard um
1: yeah that should be a bigger thing
0: And like, it's not really like safe but like ah whatever
1: i think i i asked my parents if i could do that but they said no that was that was have a no ever,
0: have you ever just tried with your friend
1: no i have it's actually
0: hard it's actually like way hard he makes it like seem really easy
1: yeah but it's like but way
0: harder than it looks <laughs> i
1: wonder if he was like wired on because that's like a pretty like it doesn't look like that dangerous but i feel like that's still a stunt that they wouldn't want him to be doing yeah and it looked yeah. like it was him like it didn't look like a stunt double i wonder no. if they like harnessed him to the thing i or... wonder or he was just like no nah, i got this yeah tom cruise <laughs> stuff
0: <laughs> um what i today was the first time i ever realized billy zane is in this movie what Who you does... know billy zane you know billy zane yeah yeah he's from... like one of biff's yeah he billy zane is uh <gasps> the bad guy in titanic yeah. and then he's just one of biff's friends
1: is he the one with the 3D glasses or no? Oh, he's no. like
0: the guy in the back, I guess. Like he's oh, okay. got hair. And That's... I was like, today I was like, Billy Zane? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I hate you.
1: <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Um the Darth Vader, like, I didn't it wasn't big enough for us to put in a scene, so I put it in like what's the work system moment is when he like uh scares like when Marty goes to wake up his father and mm-hmm. he like He's like, I'm Darth Vader from Planet Falcon. <laughs> yeah. And he like, he he like he puts like the Van Halen yeah. like cassette tape or whatever and like scares the shit out of him. I've done that to people. Like I've tried to like put the air plugs in and like wake them up.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's evil. No, I, I think that's <laughs> that's such a funny scene. Like when I rewatched that, I think like not this time. I remembered it this time, but after not seeing it for so many years, that's a scene that I didn't really remember. I oh, just yeah. I didn't really remember how he got George to do it. And then that happened. I'm like, this is, this is hilarious. <laughs> like, Marty's like a, a sociopath. <laughs> um, okay, let me just
0: paint this little picture for you. It's like really funny, but you have to like see the movie to, to like make you laugh. But so when uh, Marty and, and Doc are at like Doc's house and his mom follows him home yeah. and his mom. Is like, uh, sorry, Doc has that weird interaction with his mom coming in the door and they like have a talk. And and Doc like walks behind her and he looks at Marty with like, I wrote it down as the Doc eyes. His eyes like wide. He's like, what? Like, (laughs) I wish. I guess it's on a podcast. That's not gonna hit his home, but like, if you could see my eyes right now, they're like really big, guys. They're huge.
1: You gotta <laughs> see this.
0: <laughs> but there's the, the I call it like the every time I see someone do that with their eyes, like they just I'm like, oh, that's the doc eyes.
1: <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's and they like the action is Marty and his mom, but they keep the camera on him watching them <laughs> yeah. for so long. I noticed <laughs> that. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. Um, Loki, Marty McFly invented rock and roll. Yeah.
1: kind of he uh he wrote johnny b good sorry yeah. chuck Berry, uh or what is it or <laughs> chuck Berry, like yeah that's hey name, chuck
0: right? it's your cousin marvin
1: Berry.
0: <laughs> you know that's new sound you're looking for yeah. yeah yeah
1: oh that one i i've seen well i think john mulaney does a bit <laughs> where he's like yeah and you know uh, we're also gonna Show that a white man actually wrote Johnny <laughs> because they're just taking that away. Have you seen
0: the John Delaney like the
1: full stand up on?
0: Yeah, like, the it's it's really pitch. Funny. yeah, it's so funny. Um, my last one is that they, they clearly teased a sequel at the end of the movie without even knowing how the movie was gonna do, like it was mm-hmm. such a flex. It's like, I know this movie is gonna hit, let's make a sequel.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and it's so funny too because. Like even if it didn't get a sequel, that's just such a dope ending. Like yeah. Marty gets back for like three minutes. He's like, "All yeah. right, we're going to the lake," <laughs> and then he comes back, and of course, he can't go to the lake with his yeah. girlfriend. Like that's just so funny. Um, but yeah,
0: do you have any- That's all my what's to work. Do you have anything else that I didn't? Mention? Yeah,
1: w- one thing I like is I like all the practical effects that they use, especially for like the makeup. Like they age yeah. the mom and dad and Biff in the 80s using just like makeup and stuff uh-huh. and if they were to make this today they'd do like the de-aging like cgi but i actually like i really like how they make them just look older because yeah. it looks like a little silly you could yeah. kind of tell that they're much younger actors but i think yeah. it just fits in with the fun <laughs> of the movie so i, I think exactly. that still works exactly and the part the other part i had was the um the disappearing picture that they keep looking at. Oh yeah. Um, where his siblings are like start to go invisible in the picture. I think that's just such like a, a smart way to show, like to like add stakes to this.
0: It's it's a really sh- cool way to show time, like how much time he has.
1: Yeah, totally. And without that, there's not really any like indicator until yeah. his hand starts to disappear. Yeah. But that's like such a good. Like, clever way without using like an absurd amount of effects or exposition, just oh, a picture, hey, someone's not there. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, that's it's really clever writing because that's if, easy to do.
0: <laughs> if they don't have that picture, it probably adds like 15 minutes onto the movie because they, yeah. have to, like, they have to like add in scenes where they show like how much time he has, I guess. Yeah, totally. That's and they just... just shaved off 15 minutes of a movie, which, yeah. Um, what still works for you then? Like, what's the most workable thing
1: um i think the just like sort of the lazical like cool nature of marty mcfly like he's just he's not like your average i feel like in most like adventure movies like this a lot of times the lead is sort of like like it's a coming of age where he's sort of like geeky doesn't really know what to do and then Mm -hmm. at the end he gets the girl or whatever but right at the start marty has the girl he's (laughs) like walking with his girl and like looking at other girls (laughs) (laughs) like he feels like he's the man and he keeps that pretty much the whole time and that's not really the usual main character like Uh archetype and i think it works so well just putting this super cool guy into this tremendously like scary situation
0: yeah. um those are yeah for me that i think what still works the best would be the screenplay i think yes yeah. that works the best for me but uh all right yeah the let's writing. go to category three um category three is cringe moments um yeah so there's a few here so mm-hmm. um the obsession that biff has with lorraine which this kind of the sexual assault scene at the lunch table and at the end yeah, do not hold up very well. I wish that that was no. of the
1: movie. Yeah, that's sort of the part where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what else they could have done to like show that Biff. It's Lorraine, not Elaine. It's Lorraine. It's... Oh, yeah, it's Lorraine. Shit. Sorry. Guy says he. Lo- Guy says it's his favorite movie. Doesn't even know the. <laughs> I'm movie. lying. I've <laughs> seen it. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, I was trying to think of like how else they could show that character like dynamic between the two of them, and I, there's just so many other things you could do.
1: Yeah, and I think it's—I feel like that sort of starts with maybe reworking the whole mom character because all she really gets is she's really into Marty, and then she gets sexually assaulted. Twice. And then the yeah twice and then the first guy to save her, she falls in love with. It's kind of like they don't really like they kind of shank her character a bit. Like she's just like this damsel in distress. It's it's such like a
0: yeah. It's such a flawed thing about movies is that they write female characters like guys write female characters so shitty. Yeah, you can tell like, it's
1: a guy writing her. Character. Yeah, they
0: don't. They don't. They really. Like, uh, George's character actually has, like, a really nice arc. Like, he actually changes and, like... Yeah. He does those things. Marty even does. Even, like, Doc does. And then, look... Yeah. Biff is, like, very stagnant. Like, you need his character. And then, like, the mom, who you could have written so much better and, like, Mm -hmm. have so much better dynamic with her character. That you just, she was, like, this, like, love interest for everyone in yeah. the movie. Yeah,
1: she's almost, like, a like a prize to, like, she's not really a character. She's just, like, oh, we need to get George to ask her out Yeah, for the plot. That's, yep. like, we need her to get home. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's the, like, there's no, like, yeah, there's no scene with her where you learn, like, there's no, like, if you could, maybe we'll touch on this later, but, like, scenes you wish you saw, I guess, there's no scene where you like learn about her, why she turned out to be an alcoholic, or or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they just sort yeah of they, her, That's a really
0: good. Cr- that's a really good cringe moment. It's just like I guess Lorraine's whole character, like how they wrote it, is just terrible. Yeah,
1: and I like first time I watched it, I didn't really think about that, but watching it now, like oh yeah, it's a little they, bit. It's tough. Totally. Um,
0: the stunt doubles for Marty, you can really notice it like a few times. Yeah. It's kind of just, like, oh, it, like, it, it'll, like, pan, it'll be, like, showing his face, and then he'll, like, turn the corner when he's on a, in the car, when he's, like, uh with Biff or whatever's chasing him. Yeah. And it, like, turn, they turn the corner, and then, like, it shoots his back, and it's, like, oh, that's not him. Like, it's like, way <laughs> taller or way skinnier, or, like, so... I'm
1: I'm glad Michael like J. Fox is safe, though, yeah. that's what it takes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, uh, remember when, at the very start of the movie, I guess, is when he's, like, the, the Libyan guys go to shoot him, and he, yeah. like, and then he, like, goes to jump in the car. Yeah. He, like, not jumps, him. and it's not, it's clearly, it's, like, so yeah. clearly. Like, you hit pause, and it's, like, clearly not him. Um, <laughs> I had, I wonder just how much Calvin Klein, they, like, paid, or Calvin Klein, the company, paid to, like, <laughs> Have their shit in the movie and like have the clear product placement of Lorraine saying Calvin Klein like ninety times during the movie.
1: Yeah, cause it's it's funny the first time, but it's also like, well, why did she take his pants off? They don't really yeah. explain that. Yeah. <laughs> like they could easily. There's yeah. no way they went into writing this scene, and they're like, well, then Lorraine's gonna take his pants off, and he'll wake up in his underwear oh, and then we could do a Calvin Klein ad. Like, yeah. Calvin Klein definitely came to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yo, um, I'll give you this X amount of money if you put, if you say Calvin Klein X amount of times in this movie.
1: <laughs> and she keeps, funny,
0: like, funny. later in the movie, she keeps, like, calling him Calvin Klein, even though he, he's like, my name's Marty.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, we got And it. then we the last the thing paycheck. I had, <laughs> the last thing I had is, I guess, it's just, like, the car scene with Marty and Lorraine but
1: we've, we've talked a lot about Lorraine's character. Yeah. Now. Like just fleshed out. Even when Marty tells George, um, like when they're going over the plan for the dance and he's like, yeah, yeah so you're going to see me and Lorraine struggling because I'm going <laughs> to be taking advantage of her. <laughs> and it's like, no, so why bad. is this what he has to do?
0: <laughs> yeah, and He's just like, he's like having a hard time saying those words because like, it's my fucking mom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, bad enough. But even, yeah. like... Yeah. That's the one thing when I show this movie to people. That's, like, the one critique they have, too. They're like, it's good. I couldn't really get over the mom thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what do you have for cringe moments? Did
0: I, did I say it all?
1: You had most of it all. Just throw in a couple. Um, I think they were trying to make it more of a family movie, so... Biff says butthead like six times. He, he improvised that, apparently. Oh, seriously? Yeah,
0: he was he improvised that line and the uh, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here. He improvised that. Okay, that,
1: that one's hilarious. I yeah. love that. The butthead got a little old. Like he's this big scary guy saying butthead. <laughs> it's funny, but... <laughs> and then um, George McFly's, he has this one moment like really near the start of the movie where he's like, i think he's watching jackie gleason and he has this awful laugh like (laughs) like it's so fake oh it's like the most like over well i won't say overactive because i guess we're getting to that later but it's took me right out
0: But I think the most cringy thing for me is just like Lorraine's character. But yeah, the more the writing of Lorraine's character, like it wasn't like it wasn't like Leah Thompson made it shitty. It's just like this is what she was given.
1: Yeah, Leah Thompson's great, but uh, it's just an yeah. unfortunate <laughs> character.
0: <laughs> um. All right, category four is who is the most dateable person and why? Here are my two nominees. I have Marty
1: McFly. Okay
0: and jennifer parker which is his girlfriend
1: yes um i, I don't know if this is how we do it but i'm gonna vote for uh marty mcfly but if it's jennifer parker in back to the future 2 <laughs> When she starts to be played by Elizabeth Shue, <laughs> I had the biggest crush on her as a kid. Even though, like '80s, her not, <laughs> not her, she's a little bit older than me. The but, one uh,
0: thing that like holds me back on maybe dating Marty McFly is the <laughs> is like the look back of the girls when he's with Janet Jen- yeah. with Yeah, is he loyal? Yeah, I don't know. Is, it that's th- a, you know like have you ever seen like you know like the Stephen A. Smith? And Max Kellerman, like those guys' TV shows or yeah. their talk shows, and they're like, after the break, is Marty McFly loyal?
1: <laughs> That's what they would say. <laughs> yeah, not clickbait. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get to the bottom of this. No, yeah. I I laughed out loud at that scene because it's so small, but it's just him walking with his girlfriend, and he starts looking at the like aerobics girls walking away from him. And when you're writing a screenplay and you want to make someone likable they call it um the the technique is called the save the cat technique it's where you get someone to do something good early so that people are on their side so like saving a cat out of a tree oh but really early in this movie we see marty like turn away (laughs) from his girlfriend it's an odd choice considering we barely know him
0: (laughs) um I think McFly though, like he really he is like really dateable, like the whole movie. No, he's um, the
1: coolest man alive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, let's 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 both date Marty, I guess. Yeah,
1: it's, it'll be a threpple. <laughs> All right. And after the break, we'll be back with what's up with that?
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna get back to category five. What's up with that? <laughs> All right, category five. What's up with that? When we talk about plot holes and any questions we have about the movie, you know what, like, what's up with that is from, right?
1: Ooh, what's <laughs> up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> what's up with that yes i know what it's from i love keenan thompson all right you're, i
0: asked a, i think i've asked a few of my guests like off air if they knew what what's up with that was and uh they're like uh no so
1: i'm the first yes. yeah
0: but I, I also asked you pressured on air and you got it so like that's awesome <laughs> that would have been awkward you're like yeah no
1: i've been waiting for this moment the whole
0: life <laughs> All right, let's get into the questions I have with the movie. All right, the first big one. Let's get the big one out of the way. Explain to me, please, how Marty and Doc became friends.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's, like, the biggest one. Yeah, I love, I kind of love that they don't talk about it. Like, it just starts off, like, we just have to accept that they're best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Because Marty's, like, the coolest guy in school. And his best friend's like an old man who lives alone. <laughs> like, does he tell his friends that? Like, his friend's are like, yo, you gotta come to this party. Oh, I can't. I'm hanging out with Doc Brown. Doc,
0: Doc Brown, Dr. Abbott Brown. Like, we're making yeah, a paper like...
1: mache volcano together. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: they don't even show, like, they don't show that, okay, maybe they're friends because, like, Marty's uh, really good at science. Maybe? Yeah. But they don't so show him ever at school. And yeah. then, yeah, he's not even, like, a family friend or, like, an, an uncle or he's just, like, the guy at... I don't know, man. It's so weird. I've always been... That was, like, the first thing I noticed about the movie. That was my first plot hole I realized when I was, like, 12. It was, like, wait a minute. How the,
1: how the fuck are these guys friends? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little random. Like... <laughs> But I I love it. Because that would be like, if they spent so much time like, oh, remember when we met at science fair or something like that? I just love that they just expect us to go along with it. Like, (laughs) does his girlfriend know, Doc? do they get along?
0: Well, I guess in the second movie, Jennifer meets or like, they kind of feel like they've known each other, I guess. I don't know. But it, like, what does what, what uh, George and Lorraine mean? Like, Who are you going to hang out with that creepy old man again? Or, like, does he tell us? <laughs> going things? to hang
1: out at Doc's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bye. <laughs> See you whenever. I'm just going <laughs> to leave the house at 1 a.m. to go meet <laughs> him in a parking lot.
0: <laughs> like, geez. Okay. My second question I got two, like, I guess it's a two parter. Yeah. How does Doc make an income? And then how does Doc have that house in 1955? Like, the house is gorgeous.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah like he,
0: he, he lives in that house, like, presumably alone. And that house is, like,
1: bougie as hell. Especially <laughs> for 1955. Totally. And he's, like, not as smart as he, like, like, when you meet him in 1955, he's got, like, the dopey, like, mind-reading helmet on that's not working. And he just kind of looks like a lunatic. <laughs> he uh-huh. doesn't look like a smart scientist. Yeah. He must be doing some illegal activity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like a meth lab or yeah,
0: he's he's actually like the pre prequel for like breaking bad is Dr.
1: <laughs> I would watch that. Him <laughs> and, and then Marty is Jesse. <laughs> uh, um and
0: then how did Marty get into his dad's house when he does like the darth vader thing mm. how, how is that possible
1: maybe yeah because I, I guess it's not the same house right because he lives in a, the neighborhood that's not built yet in 1985 yeah. yeah that's that's strange and how does he get the headphones on him without waking him <laughs> without up. him waking up
0: uh, i i I've done that to people before. Like, you can do that. I don't think you can like put headphones on people, but like just getting into his house. Like, did he climb through the window? Did just like knock on the door? It's like, hey, I want to scare your son. Movie
1: magic. That's that's (laughs) all. (laughs) Um, those are all my quick questions about the movie. Do you have anything? I have one plot hole. This isn't directly about Back to the Future. It's about Back to the Future Part Three. Okay, we could do a whole show about (laughs) it. Like, they continuously throughout the series have, like, all of um, Marty's, like, relatives, like, his mom and dad and grandparents played by the same actors. Yep. But if his, like, great-great-great-grandparents in the Old West look exactly like his mom and his dad that doesn't add up like genetically yeah. <laughs> like there's got to be like some like incest or something because there's two sides of the family but you know what i'm saying
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i know what you're saying like the mcfly family is pretty fucked up i guess
1: they, yeah they 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 look the same forever
0: <laughs> do you like the third one
1: not as much as the other two i think it's i like it because i feel like it's pretty similar to the first one like they go through the, like the same tropes of yeah the skateboard chase scene and him yeah. finding his relatives i don't know i like don't dislike it it's just my least favorite i think of the three yeah how about I you agree. Yeah. yeah i
0: agreed like when i watched them and i like i'll usually watch the first one and just watch all three in like the same couple of days just because mm-hmm. so it's like oh one more movie to hang out with marty mcfly why not yeah yeah so um all right that's all we have
1: yeah that was really like
0: honestly the doc brown marty how they became friends is like the biggest question
1: for yeah me. i didn't i just shut up and watched. i didn't have any questions like please just <laughs> i don't want i don't want them to change a thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right,
0: category six, freaks and geeks, where we completely nerd out with camera angles, weird quirks about the movie, or anything else. Um, okay. I have, a I have like, one camera angle thing I thought was cool, and the rest are just, like, cool things I found about the movie. In 2010, during a cast reunion, Michael J. Fox said that strangers still call him McFly constantly. Fox said that the most remarkable instance was when he was in a remote jungle in South Asian country, Bhutan, located between China and India in the Eastern Himalayas. A group of Buddhist monks passed him, and one of them looked at Fox and said, Marty McFly. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: um,
0: the screenplay was rejected 44 times before finally being passed.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably because um, of the mom part. Yeah. probably. No. <laughs> no. No.
0: No. Something else. Something else. Um, when Lorraine follows Marty back to Doc's house, she and Doc engage in a awkward greeting. This marks the only on-screen dialogue that Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson ever have, though they have appeared in six movies together. That's the only time they've ever talked ever in a movie.
1: That is hilarious. What?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna list you off some names of actors who are considered to be Doc Brown, and I want you to tell me. Which One would be the most fun if this person was, uh, okay. Okay, here's all there, there was a lot, so I just narrowed it down to like the fun ones who I thought would be fun.
1: Okay, Jeff Goldblum, oh man,
0: <laughs> Michael Keaton, Oh, Al Pacino, John Lithgow, Steve Martin, and Eddie Murphy. Oh who are man, all considered to be Doc Brown. Who do you think would be the most fun if they had to change it?
1: Okay. Hey jeff goldblum would bring like his own flair obviously but i think steve martin would be hilarious like i love steve martin and his comedy specials like that would just be (laughs) like christopher lloyd is so talented comedically but steve martin in that part oh my gosh
0: I think the funniest one, or, like, I don't ever want to see it, but, like, imagine Al Pacino as Marty McFly. He'd just be like, Marty,
1: get to the DeLorean. He'd be like, Yo,
0: chill, bro, whoa.
1: We're going through time. I'm sending you back to the future. I'm in the future. You're in the future. <laughs> Oh, that would be, that would change the movie drastically.
0: (laughs) Like mid-80s Pacino, so like basically he had like done the Godfathers, uh, maybe Starface by that point, so he's like in this weird part of his career. There's
1: no way the Libyans kill Doc Brown if he's Al Pacino. (laughs) Give me the bazooka! (laughs) Oh, you want the plutonium? (laughs) (laughs) Come and get it! (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that's so strange
0: I'm going to do the same thing the people that were considered to be Marty McFly okay so Johnny Depp uh, Eric Stoltz John Cusack and Ralph Macchio were
1: considered to be Marty I love Ralph Macchio I think Ralph Macchio would be the best I agree I think John Cusack would be like, i always Weird. kind of find him like almost like monotone like yeah he, he couldn't be the cool yeah. guy and then eric stoltz was the guy who was cast wasn't he or he was so eric stoltz was a martin mcfly for five weeks yeah because
0: uh zemeckis and spielberg they originally wanted mcfly or uh, not mcfly uh fox but uh family ties was like no you can't have him mm-hmm. and uh eric stoltz excuse me was doing it and um he's like this intense method actor. And he, so he thought he was Marty and apparently everyone hated him on set. Like they, they shot a lot of scenes and there was, you know, the scene where uh Marty and Biff fight at the lunchroom. Yeah. Apparently Stoltz would like hit him like really hard. Oh. And uh Thomas F. Wilson would be like, yo, just chill, man. Like, <laughs> and so he got fired. And I guess uh the most notable character that Eric Stoltz is that I can think of that, like rage would know is he's like the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction. That's who Eric Stoltz is.
1: Right, yeah, like he's not – like you, you listed know. all those names there. He doesn't really fit in. Like he doesn't – he's not a star. Well, what like, could have been. Imagine if it yeah. was Eric
0: Stoltz and maybe he's like this bigger guy.
1: Like I like, – yeah, I read that they – that he was definitely making it too serious and they wanted yeah. someone more comedic. I yeah. also read there's a theory that some of the shots in the final cut of Back to the Future, like when it's just the back of Marty's head looking at someone, it oh. could be eric stoltz oh. because like they refilm things but uh-huh. they have a really good take of biff and you just see the back of marty's yeah. head then it could be anybody
0: yeah dude I imagine uh no just like imagine this alternate universe of eric stoltz and al pacito as Marty. And <laughs> i mean i'd watch it
1: but <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so crazy i uh, uh that's hilarious <laughs> wait who was the first person you said there johnny depp oh yeah that it'd be like this weird emo movie yeah tim burton could direct it <laughs>
0: um so michael j fox is like uh, notoriously five foot four like he's really small mm-hmm. and uh, christopher lord is six foot one so they did lots of shots to like not make it look so bad so they would uh they would shoot a lot in depth when they're t- together like the camera would be really far away or like there's one really noticeable moment uh when the lightning's about to hit the clock tower and they're having the discussion about um, the letter, the 30-year letter yeah. or whatever, and, uh, like, it's not really noticeable that Christopher Lloyd's, like, hunched over so, like, he doesn't look so tall, like, <laughs> yeah. so apparently he had to do that so it didn't look so weird, which is fair.
1: I'm always amazed how they do stuff like that in movies, like, yeah, people, well, like, Tom Cruise is tiny, too, and they make yeah. him look like he's 6'3". Yeah, always, he's always, yeah. like, the big tough guy and then yeah. you realize he's probably standing on a box. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and the last one just this cool shot i have is when marty is uh he's in he finally gets to 1955 and he sees the clock tower and it's like working mm-hmm. and it's like a shot of like it's like right behind his shoulder and he's looking at the clock tower and then like it rings it's like a really it's just a cool shot I think oh it's totally like a really yeah. cool moment of the movie um but those are all my freaks and geeks stuff do you have anything
1: yeah, I um. Well, I think one of the, my favorite things about this is all the foreshadowing. I think yeah. when I like <laughs> I started to write movies in like the ninth grade, and I always tried to make it like Back to the Future, like <laughs> just, like excessive foreshadowing. And I could never <laughs> do it as well, obviously, but just like the like save the clock tower, uh-huh. and, and you don't think anything of it when she writes on the back of it and he puts it in his pocket. Um. <laughs> i uh i love the uh like the mayor re-elect mayor goldie and then you see him in 1955 yeah just like long shots of him like in the neighborhood that then is like farmland yeah and he's he even has one line where he uh someone says something to him like i know you have a history. And he's like, "History's gonna change," <laughs> which is a little bit like forced, but
2: <laughs> so <Literally>. funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally did.
0: <laughs> I think the coolest thing for me that I found was just like all the people that were supposed to be these roles. Yeah, yeah, that was like I was like, oh, all these like, especially Doc Brown, like all these guys are notable notable people. Like that could that would have changed the movie
1: entirely. Like
0: all six of them, or however many, yeah, six of them would have been like. So different, all six Someone had a different, yeah. Name. Eddie Murphy, yeah.
1: <laughs> I yeah. can't even imagine.
0: That's... Um, all right, let's go to uh, category seven, which is the Brad Pitt Award for Best Quote. Now, um, why
1: is it the Brad Pitt Award?
0: Uh, so I called it the Brad Pitt Award because the original inspiration I got for my podcast was um, watching Seven,
1: mm, and yes. I was like,
0: okay, what's in the box, and then that's why I called it that
1: that is good it yeah. is a good quote
0: <laughs> yeah these great no quotes. so i was like ah brad. i need i also needed to like find a way to have brad pitt be on my
1: thing. yeah maybe like, he'll he'll be in the next on. episode yeah maybe
0: yeah spoiler guys he's he's my next oh sorry guest. i wasn't supposed to say that <laughs> yeah bro what the hell
1: <laughs> okay in.
0: let's go let's just go back and forth like i'll say one you say one let's just go okay
1: good i'm glad i wasn't supposed to just have one because i have a bunch yeah <laughs>
0: i have a bunch i have so many um and then we'll pick, like, our favorite at the
1: end. Okay. okay. What are you looking at, butthead? <laughs> um, I just loved this, him talking about his mom. I think the woman was born a nun. <laughs> <laughs> if my calculations are correct,
0: when this baby, it hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh hello hello anybody home think mcfly think Uh, (laughs) are
0: you telling me that you made a time machine out of a delorean
1: (laughs) doesn't he say something too he's like if you're gonna make a time machine out of a car you gotta make sure it has some serious style (laughs) (laughs) i love uh who the hell is john f kennedy (laughs) and then also when doc is like ronald reagan The actor, (laughs)
0: the actor. (laughs) I just keep thinking of Pacino, Ronald Reagan, the actor.
1: (laughs) That's what Uh, I can't even like. Imagine Al Pacino saying "flux capacitor." (laughs) It's the flux capacitor, Marty. (laughs) Um,
0: I love. I always do this when I'm on the highway. I'm just like, let's see if you bastards can do (laughs) ninety. I'm just like
1: yeah, uh, I love. uh Well, we said this one earlier. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Yeah,
0: I like that. There's a little line when uh Marty finds his dad in the
1: tree, and he's just like, "He's a peeping tom." Yeah. <laughs> okay, this one's really like I just picked this up for like the first time today. He, uh, it's right at the start of the movie. The mom is bringing a cake down and she's like, looks like we're going to have to eat this ourselves. Uncle Joey didn't make parole again. And it's like a cake that says congrats on getting out of prison. Yeah. just so random.
0: So random. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts! <laughs> but, but make it Al Pacino. Yeah. The Libyans! <laughs>
1: Oh man, yeah. there's too many. Like, whoa, doc, this is heavy. Yeah. Or Great Scott. Yeah, that's like the go-to. Um, um
0: I have like three more. How many do you have left?
1: That's it for me. That's okay. like all of those the those them. are the classics. Okay, yeah. here,
0: I got three more. Silence earthling. My name is Darth Vader, <laughs> and I am from Planet Falcon. <laughs> um, time circuits on flux capacitor. Uh, flexing
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then uh roads where we're going we don't need roads yes okay i forgot one i'm sorry to steal your thunder and take like the when he when george goes to talk to lorraine and ask her out and he says i'm your density (laughs) She's like what What? oh uh (laughs) (laughs) so what's your favorite quote My favorite is probably, um, hello, anybody home? Think, McFly, think. I do that all the time, like jokingly to my friends.
0: (laughs) I do, I love the when this baby hits 88 miles per
1: hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. (laughs) That caught me off guard because it's like the first, like, swear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of PG till then.
0: Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on to the eighth award, which is the Blind Pig Award. (laughs) which is the character that you would like to take to the blind pig which is this grungy shitty bar so you'd like to hang out with them for one night only and then the next day you would feel like ah i don't really want to see them again so here are my nominees and you're going to bring in some some more nominees but here are my nominees doc brown Uh milton so milton is uh Vardy's uncle, I guess he's like in kid version. He's the one wearing like the hat. He's oh, the one yeah. that's like, he's the one like
1: rerun. This is the first
0: time. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, and then uh, Marvin Barry and the Starlighters, like his band.
1: <laughs> that would be a crazy night. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think Marvin <laughs> Barry would be the coolest person to hang out with. Like,
1: yeah. I don't know. Doc Brown, I feel like I want to just t- get inside his brain, see like what he's like in a social setting. Yeah. And then maybe not hang out with him again. Like I feel like he'd be too much but you want to experience it like once. <laughs> so I think
0: Doc Brown would be like the perfect one-nighter.
1: Yeah, because like the Marvin Barry experience, I would hang out with them every night. All the time, Goes yeah. Go do karaoke. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> take him um, to gracie james
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think like milton i thought about it today like when i saw the character's name and like i was just like oh <laughs> this guy's funny like he has like the couple lines he's the only kid that talks i just thought he was funny yeah but i think doc brown would be like because yeah after 24 hours i'm like yeah man like cool like i don't care about your flux
1: capacitor or <laughs> yeah that's enough flux for for <laughs> me man that's yeah. it move so on we both
0: we both picked doc
1: yeah i think that's a good one
0: yeah all right let's go to category nine is the <gasps> al pacino award
1: for Steve. overacting <laughs> speak of the devil pacino. here he is
0: i always end up talking about this guy on my pot um <laughs> if, if he i was... always end up i always end up doing like oh what if al pacino was in this movie like who would you be who would he be
1: <laughs> and now he's actually he could have been in it yeah seriously. he would have won this award if he was in it uh <laughs>
0: For me, it's Crispin Glover, man. I don't know, yeah. like who plays George. He's kind of shitty sometimes.
1: I yeah, I had him too, and he's actually he's not in any of the other in the sequels. They replaced him.
0: They because he didn't. Uh, I read something that he
1: wanted too much money, and they were like, "Yeah, no, bro, you're George. You're not." Martin. Yeah. <laughs> he, have you seen? He has an interview on, I think, with David Letterman in the '80s after he was in this, and he's like, he's insane <laughs> it's the weirdest like is he like just, george at all no he's just like he's got these sort of crazy ideas he doesn't really he's not really all there it's okay. a really good youtube video um but david letterman's kind of like not sure how to how to all deal with him <laughs> <laughs> like i think crisping the
0: is he uh, he's okay as like young George, but when he's, like, older George, especially oh. at the start, it's like really bad. Like, he talked about, like, his <laughs> laugh, he's like,
1: <laughs> it's like, okay, bro. Like, you know the directors were like, yeah, maybe try a take without that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, 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 I got this, I got this, I got this. Oh, this is it. This no, is he, me. uh, yeah, he's, he's just sort of, like, it works because the movie's sort of farcical and over uh-huh. the top, but he's Definitely not on the same page as the rest <laughs> of the actors.
0: Did you have anyone else for this?
1: No, I put him too. I thought yeah. he was like dead giveaway. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like Biff does sort of go over the top, but I think it works because he's mm-hmm. like that classic high school bully. Yeah. I, I like, even if he is overacting, I'm okay. I'm here for it. Crispin well, he Glover is, could have toned it. Crispin back. Glover is supposed to be like a redeemable character, like Biff isn't at all. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, like I don't really like George McFly. No. <laughs> like no. we're probably maybe supposed to. Supposed I don't know. To. Yeah. Um,
0: all right. Category ten is the Steph Curry Award for the actor or actress who never misses. Um, here are my nominees: Michael J. Fox, okay. Christopher Lloyd. And the guy that plays Goldie Wilson, I think, is awesome. He is awesome. It, I didn't even think of him. It was just like, "Me, uh, I'm gonna be me." Like, like he's so funny. Like he has like one line I always say. I should have put that in my lines, but I always think that line's funny.
1: That's true. Um, I totally forgot about that.
0: Did you have anyone else you thought that, like? I put
1: one was? person. I shouldn't say that. I put one actor. One actor only the dog that plays einstein <laughs> he's unbelievable. unbelievable he does all his cues he's uh he barks he gets, supposed a bark yeah like he did not miss once unbelievable <laughs> performance dog performance and actually like we talked about the scenes we liked i love the scene when they put him in the time machine and then it disappears and marty's just like you disintegrated <laughs> einstein <laughs> yeah
0: the thing like okay if we had to if you had to make the like the case if you had to play the devil's advocate i guess like make the case for me that like doc is the best in this movie like as a as an as like a performance
1: i feel like there's um i don't know (laughs) this is a hard case to make because i feel like i could because
0: so here's my case i guess is because we haven't really, like, talked about him, Christopher Lloyd's performance on this movie. Yeah. We just talked about, like, but when I'm going back to talking about, like, who the actors, who else could play, like, I still would take Christopher Lloyd out of any of them.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. The thing
0: with Christopher Lloyd is that, like, he's really in this niche of, like, he plays, like, the crazy dude and everything. Like, the crazy mm-hmm. scientist or the crazy whatever, crazy uncle or, like, um, he's just really good at it. Like, he looks like, have you seen him now?
1: Yeah, yeah. He looks
0: the same, man. He looks like he's been 90 totally. forever. Like he's only <laughs> 50 in the movie and he looks like he's like 90. But um I don't I don't think it's him like I th- still think it's like Michael J. Fox is Me like too. he never missed, but like I feel like I got to give him some love. He does yeah, a nominee. He brings
1: so much heart to the character. Like it could easily be like a like just sort of a wacky character and that's it. Yeah. But just like the scenes where he uh, he's like, don't tell me about the letter. I don't want to know. Uh-huh. Like, you actually get to see, like, a lot of, like, oh, he's, like, an actual person. He's not just yeah. this caricature.
0: Yeah. So, but I still think it's Michael J. Fox.
1: I agree. I'm, shout I'm out sorry. Shout out Goldie it's, Wilson. Shout out Dog played Einstein. but uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's Michael J. Fox.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Category 11 is the Ben Affleck Award. all right back with category 11 is the ben affleck award for the actor or actress who had a streaky performance throughout the movie um for me it was like crispin glover like we did talk a lot about him with the pacino award but like he is okay yeah as like young george but it's it's more the older parts where it's bad
1: yeah, he's not, like, unwatchable by any means. Like, he has some funny moments, like when he asks out Lorraine or... Uh-huh. Um, I I nominated Biff for this one because okay. I feel like, like I didn't want to put him in the overacting award because he doesn't overact the whole time. Sometimes it gets, like, a little bit, like, silly, but uh-huh. I like it. So yeah. I think it, it works.
0: <laughs> the thing with the one thing I guess I have against the writing or like how they did Biff was because even as a villain, like you have to like to make it a really good villain is that you have to like find a way for maybe we feel bad for him or we feel vulnerable for him <laughs> at some point. And we like, don't at all throughout this. No, he's like, awful. Like he's just a horrible person. And even in the second movie, which is more of like his story or a lot of it, it's like his, it kind of shows what he's going through. And even mm-hmm. then they don't, they don't make a a good, case would be like oh i feel bad for him
1: no he is just like evil he's just bad and dumb
0: yeah <laughs> yeah but that's a good yeah He that's a good one i think i think i want to like vote for him i'd vote for him i think it's Thomas really Steffa wilson
1: okay yeah and he's he does have like like he plays the character really well like yeah. i think even if it's, it's like burges on over the top like mm-hmm. he, he's just like He's created this awful person, and he's (laughs) iconic. (laughs) And you don't really know a lot about him in the first one, too, and he's still, like, remembered because of it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay. Category 12 is scenes you wish you saw. What scenes do you wish you had seen?
1: I think maybe, like, a little bit more. Like, I like the ending. I think it would have been cool to see what life was like back in the 80s even more for yeah. marty when he's back because it's pretty quick like he gets back and then goes right back to doc and they're going to the future uh-huh. like it, i think it works that way but it would have been really cool to see like if anything else had changed since marty had been to the past and mm-hmm. because he made all those interactions um that was that was really the only one i had I also oh and like the, his parents, maybe noticing that he looks familiar. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! Now that they've hung out with him all the yeah. time in yeah. their high school days. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> um, I think I have two. I guess There's like any sort of backstory of Doc and Marty. I think yeah. I'd really have liked to have seen that. Like how do they meet, or or maybe not how they met, or just some something else, something more something from the 80s that you put at the start of the movie or like you have later and it's a flashback or something something like that
1: one one piece so we just like one piece
0: yeah (laughs) and then the other one it has you know when um marty shows up to george's house like tell him the plan it's like hey i'm gonna do this and you're gonna fight and he has like that punching bag yeah and he like drops it and that's presumably they he like teaches george how to fight i wish there was a scene where like He taught George how to like punch the bag. Yes, like a Rocky style montage. (laughs) That's all I have though. But like, I think
1: this movie's perfectly
0: length. I think even ten more minutes of it would be. It wouldn't be that great.
1: Yeah, I. One thing I noticed this last time watching it is they don't leave anything to like other than those plot holes we talked about. They don't really like skip anything. Uh Like they tackle every like problem yeah and like they really like I feel like there wouldn't be that many deleted scenes like I can't imagine what they took out because it's so coherent it doesn't feel like it's missing anything
0: yeah the only scenes they probably got rid of was the, the Eric Stoltz stuff yeah is, you can watch it on YouTube you can watch Eric Stoltz be Marty it's freaking weird oh I don't like that at yeah. all I watched it once I was like yeah never again <laughs> cursed um okay category 13 is the elevator pitch where we pitch each other like a sequel or a prequel to the movie um there was like two sequels so i feel like we don't unless you have like something else you want to pitch
1: like a prequel if you had to i just like it's so good i don't i don't want like, to I w- but like, i don't want to touch it i think it'd be cool to do like a uh, like a mini series version like I just love miniseries. Like a six, like, like
0: a six uh, part ep- or six
1: episodes. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. Where like maybe they go back somewhere else and have to do yeah. something. Like I wouldn't want them to remake it, but yeah. just like, yeah. a, like a gritty HBO. <laughs> like R-rated. <laughs> R-rated. I
0: heard uh, Lloyd Christopher Lloyd wanted to do a movie where they went to ancient Rome. Oh. And they had a, Imagine like, the budget in. on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like you can't do a prequel either. like I just I just don't feel like there's really a pitch for this one. it's
1: kind of no, boring category for today. Yeah, sorry, it's perfect. Don't touch yeah, it.
0: Don't touch <laughs> it. Um, all right. Me and you did musicals together, so I'm gonna ask you this question is. Yes. Would you watch this as a Broadway musical and do you think it would work?
1: I would watch it hundred percent. I think it's like the right amount of like cheesy, it's happy. Like there's not really that much like danger in it. Uh Um, It's got really distinct characters and I feel like it would be cool because you could have like sort of eighties music when they're in the eighties and then you could have fifties style music when they're in the fifties and you could sort of play with like the new age and golden age of musical theater sort of together. I would watch it. I don't know how it would be hard for it to work. Because i think it would
0: be a lot easier than we think i think like, let's talk this out okay so let's... okay
1: we should copyright this just in case but <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, there, is
0: there like a stage for i thought maybe there is a stage. there is i
1: think yeah whatever i don't Fuck know him. if it's official but
0: <laughs> um so okay so you you start the movie and like he just sings power of love how about that
1: yeah like well yeah time? that would be a song yeah. Like that's what I had written here. Power of Love and Johnny Be Good would both that would be the opening and the closing. I think numbers and then even
0: so when he's at the dance, you could have like the ensemble be like do yeah. some stuff. Uh,
1: and I would end the movie differently because you don't want to set up a sequel. You know, for yeah. a musical. Yeah, I would have it so he goes and plays Johnny Be Good at the dance, and then he goes back to the. Uh, to where he tried out for his band yeah and he plays it again and he gets the gig and they like win the talent show or something or maybe they just even change it and the reason he really wants to get back is not because he's got a girl but because he's got the big band talent show (laughs) 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 like that's just like yeah that's like such a perfect like high school like oh no we gotta get back in time for i don't know how would
0: we do okay so how would we do like the delorean like Vanishes into midair when you get like to like 88 like how how would how would you do that on a stage that would be tough i guess
1: yeah that would be like you could have blackout and then when the lights up this like maybe the backdrop has changed so it looks like they're in a different
0: and and it's like it's like like it's like a yeah sound big
1: pyrotechnics yeah i don't know like there's you can do some pretty cool things with theater they'd probably figure it out like special effects the budget would be high for this (laughs) yeah
0: i yeah i think it would i think it would be obviously like i feel like we can't talk it out because i think that would be like a another episode where we just talk about how to make back to the future musical but uh i think it's i think it's a lot more doable than like we just you just think at first glance
1: this is a great story uh you might have to rework a little bit of like you can change lorraine's character like completely like make it better You could have the mom sing a song about how much she likes him, or something. That would be like a good comedic song, but maybe not the hurtful or like a a ballad. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: Or you could sing. You could have like a George George and Lorraine song where they're singing about where like George is singing about her, but she's singing about Marty. Yeah, about Calvin. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a little bit more doable than. Uh, Let's do future. it, man. Let's write Let's it. Let's do it. Let's write it. Uh, okay, category fifteen is the Schindler's List to super bad rewatchability scale, with Schindler's List being an excellent movie that I will never watch again, and no. super bad being an excellent movie that is like so rewatchable. So it's like a ten, and Schindler's List is like a one. Yeah. And uh, before I ask you where you put it. I actually almost called it the Schindler's List to Back to the Future. Really? (laughs) Rewatchability scale because I think Back to the Future is right there super bad. But I called it super bad because uh, the first episode I did was super bad. So I was like, let's just name. Let's let's get some love. But uh, I think Back to the Future is like right there.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think it's so funny because it's a movie that really relies on a lot of like different surprises. Like the first time you watch it, it's incredible. But even when you know what's going to happen, it's still just as good. I I watch it, like, every year at least. Yeah. Like, Do I never you, uh, get tired of
0: it. You know uh, when Marty wakes up and, like, his mom is, like, like, wakes him up or whatever? And, like, it's a scene where she he's in his underwear. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, I had a terrible dream. Do you remember what you were thought was going to happen when you first watched it? Were you like, oh, this is a dream? Like, something else is going to happen now? Or you thought that
1: – what did you think? i think i like i don't i don't remember the first time i watched it i think i knew because she says earlier in the movie oh yeah my dad hit him with the car and that's how we met and i was like wait he got hit with the car but i don't think i expected it to be his mom i was just like oh some girl has rescued him and Um, then i did like a big double take when i saw like wait a minute." Yeah, I think probably the first time I was too young and my mom had to tell me, yeah, that's his mom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you put it like really high up, right? I put it at super bad. I said, full super bad, doesn't get old. And there's always things you can find each time through. Like today when I watched it, there were things I, like quotes I hadn't even heard. It's just, it's jam fold. Jam filled with like, <laughs> like every line is awesome. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: All right. Let's go to the last category: is the MVP of the movie, whether that be an actor, an actress, the screenplay, the director, the producer, cinematography, whatever. Anyone. So here are my nominees because you have to have three nominees for the MVP. It's just like this is the rules. Here are my nominees. Okay. Michael J. Fox. Yep. Robert Zemeckis, and Stephen. Spielberg. Now, I
1: really do. You want to bring anyone else into the race? No, that sounds good to me. Like so, maybe, maybe Einstein the dog. But we'll just <laughs> we'll put him as the he finished fourth in the vote. <laughs> and fifth was the guy that played Goldie Wilson. That yeah, time. and then sixth was Milton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
0: Spielberg, I think, is like a third. He's like a third yeah. because he didn't. He only produced it. But the thing I want to mention is. Spielberg Spielberg is the reason this movie like finally got it because he has like he had the push he had the lead oh really okay he, he was like no let's do it so give us some love for that but Snaps. my Zemeckis case is he wrote the screenplay with Bob Gale I guess but like uh, Zemeckis you know he gets the nominee because you know he also directed it mm. but the screenplay for me is what makes this movie great but the thing I can also go is like Marty McFly makes this movie from great to like per- perfect, like Michael J. Fox. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like I give the vote to Marty McFly. Like the writing is awesome, but uh, like Michael J. Fox, without him, I don't think this movie's as yeah iconic. Like I can't even imagine. Like we were talking about different ways they could write the script, like with Lorraine's character and everything. Uh-huh. But I can't even picture what the movie would be like without Marty McFly without, yeah, without uh, Michael Fox. J. Fox. Sorry. Yeah. He's like synonymous with the character because of how iconic the so role was.
0: It's, it's really like, like what do you value more a, a, a director and a writer who makes the great movie or the yeah. actor that takes the great movie and makes it a perfect movie. Yeah. Like what do you like more?
1: Ah, oh, that's so tough. Because like, like without Zemeckis, like, it doesn't exist. But without Michael J. Fox, it's not do we still talk about it? Yeah, like,
0: yeah. I would, I would. I think Rolf Macchio would be like honestly decent <laughs> to be honest. As as Marty as Marty McFly, that's like, true. That's who that's who was mentioned. But no, I think I'm really talking myself into that. It's like Michael J. Fox. I think I, th- I think I'm really because it's perfect like it's 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 untouchable
1: yeah i mean he's like when you think michael j fox you think marty mcfly
0: yeah
1: when you think back to the future first thing you think is marty mcfly like he's the he's the man he's like it's like if um i don't know like no actually i can't even like i'm trying to think of another title character actor who's as influential yeah like ferris bueller with someone else meh i don't know if it's yeah, be yeah. good because it's pretty out there script as well uh-huh.
0: the thing so for me like just like to some final thoughts about the movie is that i think it's one of the only movies in the history that has like a 100 percent approval rating oh yeah um, it's like a if you haven't seen this movie i can't trust you movie
1: totally it's like
0: that's the like first movies, question
1: you ask on a date is uh <laughs> hey what what's your name oh have you seen back to the future <laughs> <laughs> you just
0: don't even remember their name you just cut off their they about just yeah yeah um yeah like it's definitely a movie i'll show to my kids really early like oh get them into wait. movies is this movie and uh so i have a really like tight list of movies that i really like so i have mm-hmm. three favorites and then it like drops off so my my top 3 in order mm-hmm. is catch me if you can i talked about it on the pod goodwill hunting which i'm going to talk about obviously someday nice and then it's back to the future yeah and then it's That's... like and then i have a drop off and then i have i have to, i have 75 i have a list on my phone of 75 but damn but it drops off. But like, those are my top three and, and back to the future. Like it's no slouch to be in the third best movie of all time.
1: according. To yeah. That. And to like, honestly, I've had it as my, like, I collect DVDs. I have like 200 in my room and I have like a shelf dedicated to my top 20 in order and back to the future. has just always been number one. And then what's your number two right now? Uh, I think I have, it always, it either Jaws or the Karate Kid that's usually my top three I, just, yeah. I love I love those movies um, but Back to the Future has like whenever I'm thinking of moving a movie up like never passed Back to the Future I think for what I put down for final thoughts I think it's the funnest movie ever made like yeah. not the funniest but it just fills you with joy like it's so entertaining uh huh There's no moment
0: where you're like, oh, or like, or like, oh, like I don't know. There's no like sad moment in the movie. They don't try to do that at all.
1: There's no sad moments. There's no like boring moments. Yeah. There's no fun. It's fun. Do you think? Do you think it would work if it would be remade? I think it would because it reminds me. I think I said this earlier. it Reminds me of Marvel movies. Like it feels like with all the like little quips and the sci-fi and the action but i don't want them to i don't think it would be as good because the first one has so much like iconic value i
0: just don't know what they would do like how would they like the thing with remakes is i've talked about it a lot on this on this pod because it's a question i usually ask everyone it's like um you still have to change it something like when they made the lion king the john favreau lion king the new one yeah we're still like different like they hit all the same points you know where it's going you know how it's going to end yeah but there's still like three or four new scenes or new songs or new stuff like or like where would would you add like are you going from 2021 back to 85
1: yeah that would be cool because like they're really like right now everyone's obsessed with the 80s and every like tv show like strange things all that And back in the 80s, everyone was obsessed with like the 50s. So now Mm -hmm. here, like it'd be kind of cool to have someone of our generation go back to the 80s, same sort of plot. But I don't want them to. Don't don't get any ideas if you're
0: listening to this, Disney. Apparently, Robert Zemeckis and Bob and uh, Spielberg or Bob Gale, like some of the three of them, still have the rights to the movie and said that they will not let anyone make a remake
1: until that's perfect until they die oh no then then can people do it when they die because they lose the rights when you're gonna get assassinated
0: (laughs) (laughs) um thanks ben for coming on the pod we had a really good time talking back to the future
1: yeah that was a blast i like love that movie so thanks for letting me come nerd out about it (laughs) no
0: problem man we'll have to do this again hopefully in person when stuff chills out
1: yes totally i always down to talk movies with you man
0: All right. Um, As I always do on the end of this pod, I'm going to reveal the next movie with just the quote from the movie. So here we go. Get busy living or get busy dying. Thanks everyone for tuning into what's in the pod and we'll see you next week. Peace. still here? It's over. Go to bed. Go to work. Go. I'll be here next week. Go.
2: Bye.